0: Ever since I read the Homa paper, which uh, attempts to replace uh, the TCP uh, with another protocol called Homa in the data center, uh, I've started noticing this term showing up everywhere I read: smart NIC or smart network Inter- uh, network interface controller. It's uh, it's interesting because um, it it uh, it drove me into a path where. Uh, I, I, I things that I'm not comfortable with things like the neck, the network interface controller. I'm, I don't know anything about what is going on in the circuitry of that thing. So spent a few few weeks researching these things, and uh, when I when I did that, I noticed that uh, while I know what a NIC does, the network interface controller. controller it, basically it, it's it's the job is it does the networking right but to me and most of the you know audience of this channel we're really interested in the truth behind everything you know what is exactly what's happening and that's basically what i want to explore in this episode of the back engineering show if you love this stuff consider subscribing enjoy the show check it out on spotify apple podcasts all that stuff and um, how about we jump into it? Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on back-end technologies. If you enjoy the show, Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcast. With that said, let's get on, on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. the network card, it's uh, or the controller, it's the device that connects the machine to the network, right? And the first question is like, what does that mean, right? You see, a network could be run on different mediums, right? ethernet is the common one i suppose you can argue that wi-fi is the common more more common than ethernet but regardless right so we have many mediums we have many physical mediums that's fiber through light we have ethernet through electricity and we have wi-fi through radio right regardless what's the physical medium osi layer one we don't really care in the application and the computing you know when we look at from things from the data link layer oh, everything becomes digital and once it becomes digital i don't care where you ship this frame or data to right whether you ship it through fiber or radio or electricity it doesn't matter you are gonna reach the inside and that's i think that's the most in the smartest decision we made by uh creating that layer okay? this abstraction then we code on this abstraction and we don't really care what is be- underneath us because imagine if we don't didn't have that then we have we're gonna have an, a specific application for fiber and another specific application for radio wave or which is wi-fi and another app for ethernet that would be a disaster i know that nobody can ever imagine this because of course i don't have to really care People, when they designed this, they actually actively thought about this. So we, as engineers, never have to worry about it. So I just wanted to give some credit to the people who designed the concept of the OSI model, the concept of this layering, right? So that being said, the the network card takes care of the physical layer. It transmits whatever we have in terms of bytes, bits, to be specific, into the medium but then the question becomes what else the network interface controller does and that's the question i try to answer exactly what it does because you see once you understand what the network interface controller does then you start saying Oh my god, why is it doing that? You got you you start asking these questions like why is it doing this and why not why we are not doing it this way, you know? And then this question of why will be answered with obviously tons of papers and research because people have been diving into this thing. So so what happens? What is the network interface controller does? It takes care of the modulation that we talked about, the conversion, right? from the bytes from the bits to the physical medium and vice versa for the physical medium down to these bits but still that's not enough there is another layer on top of that which is called the data link layer the data link layer converts whatever the application sent it and we're going to talk about what the meaning of application real here down to this data link and think of data link layers has some of its own headers so frames so mac addresses right so each network controller has a physical unique address associated with it and when we send a frame you specify where this frame is going to the physical destination mac address because network cards usually just talk to another network card at that layer they don't talk to the internet directly right it's designed specifically to hop by hop communication yeah so if i want to send a frame you have to specify where this frame is going to that's it at that data link layer we don't know anything else there is no concept of ip addresses. there is nothing there is no http there is nothing no? everything was encapsulated into a frame and then the destination mac becomes that and the source mac becomes the address of that uh frame right where this machine uh, where this physical network address card actually exists and when we think about it this way then interesting things happen right we're going to take that mac address the destination and the source and then put whatever the application sends us into that frame, and the whole thing becomes a bunch of bits. And the bits will be transferred into the network card, and the network card will convert into either electricity, Ethernet, uh, radio wave, uh, Wi-Fi, or fiber optics, if it's, you're going to have a fiber optics, right? Light, effectively. And so it does two jobs by default, the traditional NICs if I receive a bunch of light signals or a bunch of electric signals through the uh, ethernet or a bunch of radio waves through Wi-Fi, then the job of the network card is to convert this bunch of noise into something meaningful at the data link, right? Which is uh, the frames we talked about. So once you it does that it will detect a frame it will say, okay this is where the frame start up oh, and this is where the frame ends up oh, it knows where the frame ends and the starts because it will come continuously look for this stuff and guess what it's gonna arrive these frames will be arriving all the time some of these frames will be destined for this machine for this network card some of them will not example is the wi-fi as i'm speaking right now there is a bunch of radio waves around me you know and my mac in this particular or my phone is constantly getting these radio signals and converting them to frames only to find out some of them might be addressed to me some of them might be addressed to my routers over there right there is no path When it comes to radio waves oh i'm shooting directly onto you no it's everywhere right so my phone literally picks up everything yeah but my network card that is baked into my mac and the phone or all this stuff it has a filter at the data link layer it says okay is this frame the destination mac for this frame is it for me if it's yes then it will pick that frame remove that Mac address, destination Mac, right? And then whatever the content of that frame ships it to the operating system, right? What does that mean? It means that the network card has that now. And what does it mean even to have that? Is there a specific memory location? Is there a buffer where the network card stores these frames? It has to, it can't, be in the air right you might say why don't we use the host memory right which is the computer we can use the host memory we can do that too right regardless where we store this temporary frame that we are about to ship to the operating system the cpu needs to move that to the main memory to in order to process it right otherwise it doesn't exist and the and, and just by looking at what does that mean, there are many ways to do it here. You can do something called the interrupt, where the network card will have the concept of an interrupt handler which says, hey, CPU, it will talk to the CPU of the machine. Hmm. So the CPU that I have on my server is being bothered by network activity. Something I never thought about before, never, right? Network engineers might yell at me and say, hey, of course, how how else do you think is happening? But no, actually putting it in words and listening to the words and listening that actually the CPU is doing work for this thing, that means part of the CPU is being used for this activity all right regardless so let's do the interrupt handling talk to the cpu hey cpu i have a frame for you pick it up so the cpu based on this priority will stop whatever it's doing right and you might have eight cores in your cpu and then the network card will pick whatever it was assigned to and will say hey pick this frame and the frame will be picked and the data will be delivered to the OS. The OS now knows that it's a frame. So now it's up to layer three, which is what? The IP layer, the internet protocol. Okay, what is this? It has to be an IP. Right? There is nothing in the internet other than IP okay? at layer three, as far as I know. Okay? So IP, well, how does the IP look like? Oh, there's the header. It's 20 bytes. Let's slice and dice it. Oh, this is the source IP address, destination IP address. Start knowing all this stuff and then if it's a tcp protocol we'll look at the protocol bit in the ip header and says oh this is tcp oh this is udp or this is sctp whatever the protocol is all right let me just crack it up a little bit and then uh, look at the content and then deliver the content to the higher layer which is your application so which port this is destined to port 80 port 443 and we'll do all this stuff So there is a lot of processing doing. Yeah, if you have receiving a bunch of couple of frames, sure. But imagine a data center where there is tons of billions, literally, of packets being processed maybe every minute, right? Maybe I'm a little bit exaggerating, but you get my point. Then imagine the amount of processing that the CPU is actually doing here. It's quite non-trivial, right? So... What do we do here, right? So we talked about the network card does two jobs here, the, uh, the, the transformation and uh, the filtering for the Mac address. That's the only thing, two things it does today, right? There is a mode, by the way, you can put the network card on, where we talked about that, like, if you received a bunch of frames, if those frames are not destined to you, right? Which you're gonna receive from other stuff, right? those frames will be dropped right there and then. The OS will never know about them, right? And examples like my Mac is dropping frames all the time because there are frames being sent to other machines through my Wi-Fi network, right? But my Mac is dropping them because the, the destination Mac is not destined for that machine. So the network card actually at that layer is dropping it right there. So the OS will never roll of them. There is a mood you can put the network card on called the promiscuous mode, which means it doesn't discriminate against frames. Any frame, take that frame, just ship it to the OS. I'm not going to even look at it. So slightly faster at the network card because, hey, I'm not, I'm not doing any processing to look uh, up these frames. I'm just delivering everything to the OS. So obviously, slightly no processing at the neck, but all the processing now becomes in the OS, right? Which adds overhead to the OS, and overall, is all overhead, regardless, right? So what we want to talk about is the smart concept of neck. The smart neck. The smart neck becomes then a way to push the logic that we're doing in the OS even more down to the network card so that we do not bother the network card uh, we so we do not bother the host cpu with network interrupts with network processing that are non trivial right can this be done in the cpu can i shift the entire tcp ip stack down to the nic and this is something i've been done for a long time there are obviously advantages there are disadvantages for it right and that's why we're talking about the smart nick concept here and that's what the Homa paper tries to solve as well because yeah? uh, if i can do this parsing logic right and give the application exactly what it needs without any additional processing because today You have to do a lot of processing. The OS has to filter the port. The OS has to, you know, do the checksums. I believe even the NIC has to do the checksums, right? The checksums for the frames, I don't believe it's done in the NIC. I don't think the NIC is capable by default doing these checksums you know because that's an additional processing the cpu is being hired to do these jobs the 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 checking the length checking invalid headers and all this stuff is being done by the os check the destination port check the source port Uh, filter anything do the calculation maybe merge different segments together when it comes to ccp the the what, what the network with the networking cards now, and this is what is being happening right now, the smart NIC industry is being exploded. They they predict 40%, around 40%, you know, market share when it comes to by 2026, according to an article I write, I'm going to reference it below. So pushing things down to the network card to do the, not only just the parsing, Even do the handshake for the TCP, do any processing for the UDP side, you know, and advanced protocol as well, right? If you can do that, all that stuff, even maybe TLS in the future, then the OS will receive a clean data that the application immediately just takes and process. The CPU. You know, cost all the CPUs that you have, if you have 10 cores, all the 10 cores will be just used for the tenants that live in this machine. This matters if you have like a virtualized environment, of course, right? It matters really big, right? But otherwise, you have to reserve three, four cores just for the network processing just for this task right and there's a formula i think one hertz uh, of the cpu time is used by one bit right so if you do this formula so that means if you have like a i don't know if you have like a one gigabit ethernet right then you need one gigahertz cpu right so they dedicated one gigahertz for one for one right and if you have like five gigahertz uh ethernet then you have a five you need a five gigahertz cpu which i don't think it exists i've never seen a five gigahertz maybe i'm wrong so you need two maybe two cores of 2.5 gigahertz each right and then it starts to add up so now there is an overhead for processing networking and people are trying to push this stuff to the smart name so advantages obviously performance and i'm now all the cpu a beautiful cpu is available for more and more only but here's where the problem lies i'm not sure about future upgrading and mint because now you're making the network card do more work so you need a cpu so obviously the price will hike up right the network card's obviously is going to go skyrocket because it's very expensive to put cpus and memory you need its own memory unless you can do a direct memory access probably to the host but you need its own processing and when you do that then it requires more money more money more problem and when you do that um, you put firmware in the network card right and firmwares are really hard to patch. So if you find a bug in TCP or anything related to uh, the implementation of TCP IP stack, like you have to patch, not the operating system, which is kind of trivial. We know how to do it, right? To patch OS, like there's a new version of OS. But it's a hardware thing. Now, how do you patch the hardware? It becomes really interesting. Uh, I believe there's a this programmable chips that you can easily program. But this is a completely new thing. So whoever designed this thing uh probably they have plans to have a completely different patching framework and there is the diff- vendors now the the vendor for this particle network card is different than the vendor so they have different software is there a, there will there be a standardization like we do with the operating system which we standard pretty much on linux right now right so it becomes very interesting i think it's a very interesting field but it won't be without its own problems. Okay? I'm just interested to hear your thought. What do you guys think about the concept of smart necks? Uh, let me know in the comment section below. For those who are watching on the podcast, thank you so much for your support. Appreciate you. Give this video a like. Give this podcast a, a rating if you like it. And I'm going to see you on the next one. You guys say awesome. Goodbye.